0: Hello there, I'm Brandon Julian, the host of The Update Podcast. We have been banished from broadcasting today, but much like a celebrity hoax we will be popping up intermittently until next. Now if you are hearing this, this means one of three things. Either A, today is an off day from the College of Staten Island and I am at home, relaxing comfortably in my bed. <laughs> Uh, B, I'm either sick because of the ever-changing weather, or C, I am out with my wife. I will personally let you figure out which is which on your own time. Anyway, in the meantime, while you're figuring that out, enjoy a rebroadcast of the update from our archives, looking back at the past three years we did on radio, and also during this coronavirus crisis from the very beginning. So it might just sound a little bit different, just with really better microphone quality. Anyway, until next time, enjoy today's rebroadcast of the update. And in the words of Roger Grimsby, Bill Gautel, hoping that your news will be good news, I thank you very much for joining me. Good luck, be safe, and please be well. You're listening to the update with Brandon Julian on New York's only EDM station. This is 90.3 WKRB, Kingsborough Community College, Brooklyn, New York. Good morning. In an already crowded Democratic presidential field, Mayor de Blasio says today that he's running for president. We'll have the latest details. The Metropolitan Museum of Art is in a compromising position. They say they'll stop taking money gifts from members of the Sackler family who are connected to the pharmaceutical company that makes Oxycontin. The Yankees and the Mets both had some wins and losses. Glaber Torres hit three home runs during a doubleheader sweep, including a solo shot in the nightcap. Domingo Herman became the majors' first eight-game winner in the Yankees' victory in the nightcap over the Orioles. Meanwhile, Patrick Corbin struck out 11 in eight strong innings and Victor Robles homered to help the Nationals beat the Mets. In Missouri, the abortion debate is now continuing to strengthen after their Republican-led Senate passed a wide-ranging bill to ban abortions at eight weeks of pregnancy, acting only hours after Alabama's governor signed a near-total abortion ban into law. And where can you find the sexiest accents in America? Well, according to Big 7 Travel, one of them is right here in the tri-state area. This is the update Thursday, May the 16th, 2019.
1: You're listening to 90.3 WKRB, Brooklyn's best rhythmic station. And now, Brandon Julian with an hour of news and information and your exclusive WKRB forecast. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB and WKRB.org. Everything you need to know, because anything can happen in New
0: York City. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to the update on a Thursday morning. Second straight day of sunshine. We haven't been able to say that in a while. And we'll have a mostly dry day on tap for you. It'll also be a little bit warmer than it was yesterday. I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a lot of news to get to this morning. Uh, We will begin with the Democratic field in the 2020 presidential race. There are already 23 candidates trying to unseat and get the Democratic nomination, trying to unseat President Trump. Well, now throw Mayor Bill de Blasio into the ring. He announced this morning that he is now running for president. He renounced his bid with a video released by his campaign early this morning. In announcing his candidacy, de Blasio is now seeking to claim a role on the national stage that has eluded him as mayor of the biggest U.S. city. But the 58-year-old could face obstacles in distinguishing himself in a field crowded with left-leaning Democrats. He also faces skepticism here at home. A new recent poll found that 76% of New Yorkers say that they believe he shouldn't run. De Blasio shrugged off the bad polls, however, saying that he believes that his message of fighting financial inequality will resonate with everyday Americans. On the campaign trail, he'll be able to cite accomplishments such as expanding full-day pre-kindergarten citywide. On to some of the other news of this Thursday. And President Trump's latest financial disclosure report is expected to provide a rare glimpse into whether his presidency has helped or hurt his hotels, golf resorts, and other parts of his business empire. The report expected to be released today will be closely studied for changes in revenue at key properties, including his Mar-a-Lago resort in Palm Beach, Florida, Washington, D.C. hotel, and his Doral Golf Resort in Miami. Experts say that the Trump business has taking a hit from the president's decisive policies and rhetoric, though the Trump Organization says that much of the business is fine. One of the two Trump sons in charge of the business, Eric Trump, told the Associated Press last year that Doral is on fire. WKRB Newstime is now 9.33. There's a stainless steel sculpture of a rabbit by Jeff Koons. It's now set an auction record here in New York, fetching over $91 million. The sale of Koons' 1986 rabbit at Christie's yesterday was one of the most expensive work by a living artist ever sold at auction. The previous record for a living artist's work sold at auction was set by British artist David Hockney. His 1972 portrait of an artist, pooled with two figures, brought in $90.3 million at Christie's last year. The New York Times says Robert E. Mnuchin, an art dealer and the father of Treasury Secretary Stephen Mnuchin, was the winning bidder for Rabbit, which had an estimated sale price of at least $50 million. Uh, Christie says the sculpture is one of three editions, plus one artist's proof. Meanwhile this morning, the Metropolitan Museum of Art seems to be in a compromising position. They say that they'll stop taking money gifts from members of the Sackler family, connected to the pharmaceutical company that makes OxyContin. The museum announced the policy change yesterday. The Sackler family has a long-standing a philanthropic history with the Met and other cultural institutions. But there's been increasing criticism over the institutions accepting money from the branches of the family that are connected to Purdue Pharma which makes OxyContin. Purdue and the Sacklers connected to it have been sued over accusations revolving around their role in the nation's opioid crisis. In a statement to the New York Times, the Sacklers linked to Purdue say the allegations against them are, quote, false and unfair, but they understand accepting gifts would put the Met in a difficult position. WKY News Times now 9:35. We were thinking before that the Woodstock 50th Anniversary Festival would be canceled, but now it's back on. After a judge yesterday said that an ex-investor couldn't single-handedly cancel the anniversary extravaganza. But Manhattan judge Barry said, A decline yesterday to order the backers to put about $18 million back into the festival. The conflict is poised now for arbitration. The order came after a falling out and dueling claims about whether the festival would happen. It's planned for August in central New York. Investor Amplify Live announced the cancellation on April 29th. Uh, the company, part of Japanese marketing firm Dentsu, said the organizers made a mess of planning and the event couldn't safely go forward. Uh, organizers' group, Woodstock 50 LLC, retorted that the show was a go, but said that Amplify was undermining it and it snatched $18 million in funds. Uh, Amplify said that it reclaimed its own. Meanwhile, out in Queens, uh, the famous winged TWA terminal at JFK Airport has now come out of its decades-long retirement with a new life as a luxury hotel. Governor Cuomo was on hand yesterday for the ribbon-cutting ceremony. Uh, the Finnish architect Iro Sarenian didn't have a hotel in mind when he designed the futuristic structure that opened in 1962. Uh, those were the heady jet age days of the first space flights and President John F. Kennedy's his promise of a moon landing. Now, Hospitality Executive Tyler Morse hopes the proximity to the airport will draw travelers who don't want to fight nightmarish traffic to catch their flights. WKRB news time is now 9.37 at the disciplinary trial of NYPD officer Daniel Pantaleo, a medical examiner who performed an autopsy on Eric Garner says that the officer's chokehold set into motion quotes a lethal sequence of events that led to his death almost five years ago. Dr. Florina Particino detailed the findings and testimony as today. Uh, She says that hemorrhaging in neck muscles was indicative of a chokehold that set off an asthma attack and later led to his death. She also reviewed video of the confrontation as well as security video showing Garner an hour earlier. Uh, Garner's mother heeded a warning from the administrative judge and, and let the room so she didn't have to see the autopsy photos. Percino also said that Garner suffered from obesity and an enlarged heart uh, factors that uh, Pantaleos' lawyers say caused his death. We brought this on the air as a breaking story yesterday on WKRB uh, about the helicopter that went down in the Hudson River near the West Side Highway. Uh, the NYPD and fire officials say that the pilot of the helicopter escaped with just a minor hand injury. At a news conference yesterday, authorities said the 34-year-old pilot had just taken off from a Manhattan helipad after refueling when he suddenly felt the aircraft drop. He was able to steer it into the water about 150 feet from the water from the waterside helipad and then scramble onto the aircraft's inflatable platoons. Nobody else was on board. A dock worker, however, was trying to get out of the way of the descending aircraft, slipped and injured his wrist. Uh, Video of the 230 crash landing showed the aircraft wobbling and then spinning as it dropped into the water. A marine crane hauled the helicopter out of the water at about 4 in the afternoon. Double D Caribbean News Times, now 940. There are new records that show that conductor James Levine's company received more than $930,000 from the Metropolitan Opera in his 47th and final season. A tenure, a tenure, of course, that was cut short when he was fired as music director emeritus after an investigation found evidence of sexual abuse and harassment. The payments to Farmus were disclosed yesterday when the Met released its tax return for the year ending last July 31st. The payments to Farmus were in the calendar year 2017. Levine, who turned 76 next month, made his Met debut in 1971, was music or artistic director from 1976 to 2016, and then became its music director emeritus after the 2016-2017 season. He has denied, of course, any wrongdoing. Farmers received a little over $1.8 million from the Met in the calendar year 2016, and over $1.5 million in 2017. He was suspended in December of 2017, Levine, and then was fired the following March. To the state capitol in Albany we go now, where more than 180 establishments holding New York State liquor licenses have now been charged with serving minors during last month's statewide crackdown on underage drinking. That's according to state officials who say that April's month-long enforcement effort resulted in charges being filed against 186 out of the 851 bars restaurants, liquor stores, and grocery stores in 46 counties that were visited by underage decoys that were working with investigators. The compliance checks were conducted by the State Liquor Authority, the State Department of Motor Vehicles, and local law enforcement agencies. Governor Cuomo announced that the start of the statewide sweeps last month, uh, he says it was the state's latest effort to catch people using fake IDs to buy alcohol and to hold businesses accountable for illegal sales. WKRB news time is now nine forty-two, and finally this morning, state regulators they've denied now a water quality permit for a 24-mile underwater pipeline that has drawn protests from environmental groups, while its backers say that it's critical for meeting rising demand for natural gas here in the city and on Long Island. The Northeast Supply Enhancement Project from New Jersey to Queens would expand the Transco pipeline, which extends from Texas to the northeast coast. It would allow National Grid to bring natural gas from Pennsylvania's shale gas fields to the metropolitan region. Environmental Groups, however, says that it threatens marine life and extends reliance on fossil fuels rather than renewable energy sources. The permit denial was announced yesterday. A spokesman for the pipeline developer Williams-Partner says we will quickly resubmit the application. New Jersey regulators must also decide on the project by June 5th. WKRB News Time now, 944. We still have a lot more to cover on the update on this Thursday morning. It's going to be a pretty good-looking day out there with lots of sunshine, and we have lots of planned work again on the subways. Your traffic and water together is coming up next. And then we're going to talk some sports this morning, including how the Yankees were finally able to play not one game, but two yesterday to make up for two days of rainouts. How the Mets, uh, they slipped in their game in Washington. That's all coming up in just one minute. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Thursday morning here on 90.3 WKRB.
1: Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment.
0: Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org.
1: Well, I finally did it. I opened a 401k.
2: So you're giving up, just like that?
1: Giving up on what? I'm
2: getting an inheritance from a distant relative. Debt, you watch your mouth. Retirement shouldn't be a goal for
0: us. It should be a way of life. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council.
1: Of all the radio stations in New York, we just happen to be one of them. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3
0: WKRB. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies. It's time for traffic and weather together. News Time now 946. Let's get you started with a check of the uh, local subways this morning if you're heading out. Uh, we have lots of planned work. You're uh, 456 E B, D, F, M. J-Z-N-Q-R-W trains, the Rockaway Park Shuttle, and the Staten Island Railway. They all have midday planned work on them. For more in-depth information, you can check your customer information center at your local subway station under weekday work. Uh, You can check mta.info, or you can download the MyMTA app. Other than that, your 7G and L trains, they're the only ones that do not have planned work on them, so they should be running on or close to schedule. Uh, Alternate side parking and meter rules, they are in effect today and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let's take a first look right now at our exclusive (coughs) WK... Excuse me. Uh, Another look at your exclusive WKRB forecast. You know, uh, with all this... uh, You can tell with the changing weather, it's still caught making coughs at some people, including myself, which is why I'm still coughing up stuff, even though we're in the middle of May. Uh, uh, We're going to have a pretty good day on tap. Lots of of sunshine this afternoon. Uh, For today, I will have mostly sunny skies, highs around 74. And then for tonight, we'll have partly cloudy skies, lows around 55. Uh, currently outside right now it is uh, 56 degrees with mostly cloudy skies. Humidity is at 80%. The winds are out of the west at 6 miles per hour. Uh, 56 degrees we are going up to around 74 uh, this afternoon. Uh, WKRB news time is now 9:48. Now with the latest scores and highlights, it's time for the sports update. So in order to make up for the rainouts, the two days in a row of rainouts, uh, the Yankees and Orioles, they played a double dip at the stadium yesterday. Uh, Gleber Torres hit three home runs during a double header sweep, including a solo shot in the nightcap. Uh, Domingo Herman became the majors' first eight-game winner in the 3-1 victory in the nightcap over the Orioles. Uh, Torres hit two of New York's four home runs during a three hour during a five to three victory in the first game. The first game took two hours and a little over t- twelve minutes. It's the fastest game for the Yankees in nearly ten years. Uh, Torres hit two of New York's. We just said that. Uh, the Yankees, however, announced during the second game that third baseman Miguel Andujar will have season ending surgery to repair a small labrum tear. Uh, in his right shoulder, uh, let's talk about that a little bit more actually uh and Duhar, who was last year's a l rookie of the year runner up initially was sidelined by the injury from April first to May third, and he struggled mightily upon his return. He was six for forty seven with no extra base hits, and he went back on the injured list on Monday. Uh, Manager Aaron Boone had said that Anduar was discussing a possible operation with the team and also with his family. Down in Washington, the Mets and the Nationals were playing. Uh, Patrick Corbin struck out 11 in eight strong innings and Victor Robles Homer to help the Nationals beat the Mets 5-1. Anthony Rendon had three hits for Washington, who had lost seven of their last ten. And finally, this morning, let's talk a little football. It was a weird day for the Jets. Uh, We brought this also on the air as a breaking story yesterday. Two people with direct knowledge of this deal say that the Jets have agreed to trade linebacker Darren Lee to the Kansas City Chiefs for a sixth-round draft pick. The deal is pending a physical, and according to the people, who spoke to the AP on the condition of anonymity because neither team had actually announced the move as of yet? Again, this also came on the same day that the team fired general manager Mike McCagan and they installed their coach, their new head coach, Adam Gates, as the acting GM. Uh, in terms of today's action, the uh, Mets are the only team playing today. They're in Washington. To face the Nationals in an afternoon matinee at 105. Uh, Zach Wheeler will get the ball for the Mets. Anibal Sanchez will go for the Nationals. He is 0-6 to start the season. News Newstime now, 9-51. When we come back on the update this morning, it'll be time to talk about our weirder but true stories. We'll tell you about kittens who stowed away on a trip looking for new homes. And uh, staff at an Air Force base had to bring in the heavy artillery to remove an alligator. And then, of course, we are all to talk about what happened on this day in history. That's coming up in just one minute. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Thursday morning here on 90.3 WKRB.
1: News for New Yorkers who never saw moving. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB.
0: Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org.
1: Page in common sense, page in common sense. Is there any common sense left in the room? This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB.
0: Welcome back to the update. Brandon Julian here. Uh, Thursday morning here on 90.3 WKRB. We're also streaming online wkrb.org. Pretty decent-looking start to the day so far. We got a couple of clouds, a little bit of sunshine. It's going to be a pretty decent day on tap, but, uh We're thinking 80s. Looking at a couple of 80s for next week as we are moving, rolling right along on the road to Memorial Day weekend. We'll give you details in the exclusive WKB forecast coming up uh, in our next half hour. Uh, Our WKB News time right now is 9.54. Let's talk about the weird but true stories we have uh, this Thursday. And we begin out on the West Coast in uh, San Diego, uh, California. There are five kittens who stowed away on a 400-mile trip, and they're now looking for new homes. The San Diego Humane Society says the kitten somehow wound up inside of a 60-foot steel column that was struck from Hayward in the San Francisco Bay Area to San Diego. On April 24th, construction workers building a new Kaiser-Permonte medical offices heard meows coming from the column. They tilted the column and the weak old kitten slid out. It's unclear whether the stowaways came aboard in Hayward or somewhere else along the route. Uh, the kids are now in foster care and will be ready for adoption in another couple of months. Uh, they've already been given appropriate construction names: crowbar, rebar, chisel, jackhammer, and piper. Now those are definitely some cute names. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, Finally this morning, let's go down to Florida. Not Florida, Florida. Uh, (laughs) Our staff at an Air Force base, a U.S. Air Force base, had to bring in a front-end loader to remove an alligator that was lounging on a runway. The Tampa Bay Times reports that the large reptile was spotted on Tuesday morning on a McDrill, McDill I should say, Air Force base freight line, flight line actually. The base shared a photo of the creature on Facebook saying the friendly alligator was just preparing for takeoff. McDill's spokesman, Second Lieutenant Brandon Hanner, says alligator sightings are common around the base, which is located on Tampa Bay. He said the alligator probably surfaced from one of the base's bodies of water. Uh, the wing safety offices, wildlife manager, organized the animal's removal, scooping it onto into the bucket of the loader. That uh, must have been that must have been a dangerous job. If I uh, if I do say so myself. <laughs> WKRB News is now nine fifty six. Let's talk about what happened on this day in history for this May the sixteenth. The highlight of this day came in 1966 when China launched the Cultural Revolution, a radical as well as deadly reform movement aimed at purging the country of counter revolutionaries. In 1770, Marie Antoinette, aged 14, married the future King Louis XVI of France, who was 15. In 1868, at the U.S. Senate impeachment trial of President Andrew Johnson, 35 out of 54 senators voted to find Johnson guilty of high crimes and misdemeanors over his attempted dismissal of Secretary of War Edwin M. Stanton, falling one vote short of the two-thirds majority needed to convict. The trial ended 10 days later after two other articles of impeachment went down in defeat as well. In 1919, pianist Liberace was born in West Allis, Wisconsin. In 1920, Joan of Arc was canonized by Pope Benedict XV. In 1939, the federal government began its first food stamp program in Rochester, New York. In 1943, the nearly month-long Warsaw ghetto uprising came to an end. His German forces crushed the Jewish resistance and blew up the Great Synagogue. In 1953, Associated Press columnist William N. Otis was released by communist authorities in Czechoslovakia, where he had been imprisoned for two years after being forced to connect to espionage while working as the AP's Prague bureau chief. In 1975, Japanese climber Junko Tabi became the first woman to reach the summit of Mount Everest. In 1988, the U.S. Supreme Court in California v. Greenwood ruled that police could search discarded garbage without a search warrant. Also, Surgeon General C. Everett Koop released a report declaring uh, that nicotine was addictive in ways similar to heroin and cocaine. In 1991, Queen Elizabeth II became the first British monarch to address the United States Congress as she lauded U.S.-British cooperation in the Persian Gulf War. In 1997, President Bill Clinton publicly apologized for the notorious Tuskegee experiment, in which government scientists deliberately allowed black men to weaken and die of treatable syphilis. And in 2007, anti-war Democrats in the Senate failed in an attempt to cut off funds for the Iraq War. WKRB News Time now, 10 on the nose. When we come back on the update this morning, we still have a lot more to talk about. We'll give you a recap of our top story in the already crowded Democratic presidential field. Mayor de Blasio is throwing his hat in the ring. We'll give you the latest details we'll also give you not a check of your traffic and weather together. We'll go to Wall Street. We'll talk some business news that's happening there. Later on we'll talk national news including how the abortion debate is now strengthening after Missouri's Republican-led Republican-led Senate passed a wide-ranging bill to ban abortions at 8 weeks of pregnancy. And in our honorable mention today, where can you find the sexiest accents in America? Well, according to Big 7 Travel, one of them is right here in the tri-state area. It's all coming up in this next half hour. Uh, We pause 10 seconds right now for our station uh, to identify itself. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Thursday morning here on 90.3 WKRB. Keep it tuned
1: in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment.
2: From Manhattan Beach to Bay Ridge, Flatbush to Ken R C, Midwood to the Rockaways, we are 90.3 FM, WKRB, Kingsborough Community College, Brooklyn, New York.
0: Hi, this is Carvel Gray, and tune in with me on the Soul Jazz Phenom every Sunday from 1 to 3 p.m. Travel through the music world. Some call it old school,
2: others call it classics. You'll hear artists like The Temptation.
0: Donnie Hathaway, Give up Herbie Hancock. And each program will profile an artist like Nina Simone. Much more than this. I did it my way. And Marvin oh, what's going on?
1: What's going on? So
0: you'll be crazy not to tune in every Sunday from 1 to 3
1: p.m. right here on 90.3 WKRB and uh, WKRB.org. You're listening to Brooklyn's Best Rhythmic Station, 90.3 WKRB with Brandon Julian. Now, the update continues on 90.3 WKRB. It's everything that you need to know because anything can happen in New York.
0: And good morning again, everyone. Welcome back to the update on a Thursday morning. Two days of sunshine. When was the last time we've been able to say that? (laughs) It's going to be a pretty good. It's going to be a very good day. Actually, this afternoon we'll have lots of sunshine eyes in in the mid uh, the, near the mid 70s. I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for staying with us. Let's get you a recap of our top story this morning. In the already crowded uh, Democratic presidential field where there are already 23 candidates. now we can make it 24. Mayor De Blasio said that he is running for president. He announced his bid with a video released by his campaign early this morning. In announcing his candidacy, de Blasio is seeking to claim a role on the national stage that has eluded him as mayor of the biggest U.S. city. But the 58-year-old could face obstacles in distinguishing himself in a field that's crowded with left-leaning Democrats. He also faces skepticism here at home. A new recent poll found that 76% of New Yorkers say that they believe that he shouldn't run, mainly because he already has a job as mayor of New York. But de Blasio has shrugged off the bad poll, saying that he believes his message of fighting financial inequality will resonate with everyday Americans. On the campaign trail, he'll be able to cite accomplishments, such as expanding the full-day pre-kindergarten citywide. As our top story on the update this Thursday, Uh, let's get you around the city in the tail end of uh, the morning rush. Uh, WKRB news time is now 10.04. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Let's get you another check of the subways if you're heading out. We have lots of planned work, and now we also have delays, too. Your southbound 2 trains have resumed local stops from 241st Street through Gun Hill Road after EMS helped the passenger at 225th Street. Your southbound B and C trains have also resumed local stops 145th Street to 125th Street after EMS helped the passenger at 135th Street. Also, some of your northbound R trains are running on the Q line, from 57th Street to Lexington Avenue, 63rd Street, and then over the F line to Jackson Heights, Roosevelt Avenue because of a signal problem at 57th Street. Uh, some of your northbound W trains are also running on the Q line from 57th Street to 96th Street. Expect delays right now on your F, Q, R, and W trains. In addition to that, you're 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, A, C, E, B, D, F, M, J, Z, L, N, Q, R, W, the Rockaway Park Shuttle, and the Staten Island Railway. They all have midday planned work on them. For more in depth information, you can check your Customer Information Center at your local subway station under Weekday Work. You can check MTA.info, or you can download the My MTA app. You, other than that, your seven and G trains—they're the only other lines that do not have planned work on them or delayed, so they should be running on or close to schedule. Let's briefly get you a check of the roadways if you happen to be driving. Uh, we'll go to the Bronx. I eighty-seven going southbound. Earlier accident cleared. Uh, near the ramps of the George Washington Bridge at exit seven, you backed up to 233rd Street over at exit uh, at exit number 13. And then there's also the usual uh, suspects: uh, the Van Wyck Expressway northbound accident there over at exit three. You're backed up to the Belt Parkway over at exit number one. Speaking of the Belt Parkway, there's an accident over at Ocean Parkway exit seven. You're back up to Coney Island Avenue over at exit number eight. Stop and go traffic delays currently stand at about five minutes. And then we just have bumper to bumper traffic on the Gowanus Expressway going eastbound as you head from the Verrazano Bridge heading toward the Brooklyn and the Manhattan bridges. Uh, alternate side parking and meter rules, they are in effect today and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let's get you another look right now at the exclusive WKRB forecast. It's really going to be a good day this afternoon, and really, it's going to be a good rest of the week. There are a couple of shower chances, but there won't be, uh, there won't be all-day washouts, you know, as we had for the previous weekend. Uh, for this afternoon, we'll have mostly sunny skies, highs around 74. Tonight, will have partly cloudy skies, lows around 55. Tomorrow for your Friday, we'll have a chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible in the afternoon. Otherwise mostly cloudy, highs around seventy-seven. Friday night we'll have partly cloudy skies, lows around fifty-six. And then on Saturday, we'll have uh we'll have mostly sunny skies, highs around 73. Uh, currently outside right now, it is 58 degrees and partly sunny. Humidity is at 71%. The winds are currently out of the north at 5 miles per hour. 58 degrees. We're going up to around 74 this afternoon. WKRB news time is now 10.08. Let's talk some business news on this Thursday. Stocks are starting off uh, progressively higher. The opening bell rang over a half hour ago. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is currently up 205 points to 25,853. The S&P 500 is up 26 points. And the NASDAQ is up 67 points. And overseas in Bangkok, uh, The Nation, uh, one of Thailand's two English language dailies, has announced that it will stop publishing its print edition by the end of June so we'll continue with an online version. The CEO of the nation multimedia group, Sam Chai Miyasan, said today that the newspaper will switch to digital platforms starting July 1st because its profit has declined in the, in the past decade. The nation was founded in 1971 largely as a progressive alternative to the English language market leading Bangkok Post which was seen as too conservative as pro-democracy activists for struggling against a military dictatorship. Uh, the nation for many years was a gadfly to the more established post, which survives it, and was rarely financially strong, although it launched a companion television channel back in 2000. News Newstime now, 1010 Uh, When we come back on the update this morning, it'll be time to talk national news and we will lead off with the abortion debate. It's beginning to strengthen after Alabama signed their near-total abortion ban in law, Missouri's Senate passed their own abortion bill. We lead off with that in just one minute. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Thursday morning here on 90.3 WKRB.
1: News for New Yorkers who never stop moving. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB.
2: Attention men under the age of 35. You know what really impresses the ladies? When a guy has a few drinks and later gets pulled over for buzz driving. I could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. There goes let's grab dinner and a movie. Oh, I know. You drive more carefully when you're buzzed. You've proven that hundreds of times. A woman admires that kind of confidence. And you've practiced how to speak if a cop does pull you over. Slowly, clearly, and politely like, good evening, officer. A woman admires that kind of foresight. And what woman doesn't find it adorable that you call it buzzed even though the law calls it drunk? You could kiss $10,000 goodbye, along with any chance of having a girlfriend. Because nothing says, I'm a catch, more than a guy who lives in his parents' basement and calls it my place. Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
1: Listen to us on Mixcloud to learn more about the stories that matter to you. And did you miss out on any episode of the update? Listen to us anytime at Mixcloud.com slash the WKRB update.
0: Welcome back to the update. Brandon Julian here 90.3 WKRB we are also streaming online on WKRB.org. Our WKRB news time is now ten twelve. is time to talk some national news on this Thursday. And we begin in Jefferson City, Missouri. Uh, just hours after Alabama's governor signed a near-total abortion ban into law, we told you yesterday that they were she was debating the governor, Kay Ivey, whether to sign it. Missouri's Republican-led Senate passed a wide-ranging bill to ban abortions at eight weeks of pregnancy. Senators voted 24 to 10 for the bill early today. The proposed eight-week ban allows exceptions only in medical emergencies, but not in cases of rape or incest. The measure now returns to the House for another vote on the Senate changes ahead of a deadline tomorrow to pass bills. Republican-led legislatures around the U.S. are now imposing new restrictions, hoping more conservative justices will overturn the U.S. Supreme Court's landmark 1973 Roe v. Wade legalizing abortion. Kentucky, Mississippi, Ohio, and Georgia all approved bans on abortion once a fetal heartbeat is detected, which can occur at about the sixth week of pregnancy. In other news this morning, out west in Los Angeles, the efforts to combat school shootings are now shifting towards software and other technology to reduce the number of victims. Security experts say gunshot detection systems, apps, and artificial intelligence are becoming more common because school attacks, while relatively rare, have been among the deadliest mass shootings in U.S. history. The technology is often used in combination with an- with mental health and anti-bullying programs. Uh, schools in Beverly Hills and others nationwide are adopting a strategy that aims to speed up the law enforcement response to shootings. Beverly Hills officials have added armed security guards, surveillance cameras, and an app to report attacks and connect with police. Uh, The latest school shooting, of course, that occurred at a suburban Denver high school last week that killed one student who charged the gunman and likely saved lives. Fidelity KRB Newstime is now 10.15. In Chicago, a body that was found behind a home on their southwest side has now been identified as that of a 19-year-old pregnant woman who disappeared last month. The Cook County Medical Examiner's Office, says the body of Marlin Ochawa Eurostigui was discovered after several people were taken into custody at the home. No charges against those who are in custody, however, have been announced. The medical examiner announced yesterday that Ochawa Urostegui died of ligature strangulation and her death is considered a homicide. Ochawa Urostegui was nine months pregnant when she disappeared April 23rd after leaving her high school. Authorities have not said if a body of an infant Has been found. However, Chicago Fire Department spokesman Larry Merritt tells the Chicago Tribune that paramedics were called to the home for a newborn with problems breathing on the same day that the woman disappeared. And finally, this morning, we'll go to Appleton, Wisconsin. Officials there say a firefighter who was responding to a medical emergency has been killed in a shooting that left three others injured. Authorities say the shooting happened after police and firefighters responded to a medical emergency at around 5.30 in the afternoon in downtown Appleton. Police say that there was no ongoing threat to the community but didn't say if anyone was actually in custody. A procession was held overnight in Milwaukee as the firefighters' body was brought to the Milwaukee County Medical Examiner's Office. Firefighters lined the streets as emergency vehicles escorted the body. Appleton is about 120 miles north of Milwaukee. We'll be back with the celebrity birthdays for today when the update with Brandon Julian for a Thursday morning returns in just two minutes.
1: When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a warm place on a cold I day. I want to be a football I want to
2: be a bike that races around the country.
1: I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me... I won't be.
2: Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. If you're a single man under the age of 35, you'd probably like to know what the ladies are looking for on an online dating site. A guy who had a few drinks and later got pulled over for buzz driving. See, that could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. And doesn't a guy who's back living with his parents but calls them my roommates just scream Mr. Wright? Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Man, do I love car night. You ready, boys? You got
1: a king? Go fish, Dad! Oh,
2: come on! (laughs) This is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no, that's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison, why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTechStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
1: From New York City doing business in the same location since nineteen oh four. This is the update with Brandon Julian on ninety point three WKRB.
0: This is the update, and it is time to talk about our celebrity birthdays. Former U.S. Representative John Conyers, the Democrat from Michigan, is ninety years old. Former U.S. Senator and Connecticut Governor Lowell Wyaker is 88. Director of National Intelligence Dan Coates is 76 Jazz musician Billy Cobham is 75 And so is actor Danny Treggio. Actor Bill Stumrovich is 72 Actor Pierce Brosnan is 66 Actress Deborah Winger is 64 And so is Olympic gold medal gymnast Olga Corbett Olympic gold medal marathon runner Joan Benoit Samuelson is 62 Actress Mare Winningham is 60. Rock musician Boyd Tinsley from the Dave Matthews Band is 55. Rock musician Curse Novelselk is 54. Singer Janet Jackson is 53, and so is country singer Scott Reeves from Blue Country. Actor Brian F. O'Byrne is 52. Rhythm and Blues singer Ralph Tresvant from New Edition is 51. Actor David Borans is 50. So is political correspondent Tucker Carlson, and so is actress Tracy Gold. International Tennis Hall of Famer Gabriella Sabatini is 49. Country singer Rick Trevino is 48. So is musician Simon Katz, and so is TV personality Bill Rancic. Actor Kari Payton is 47, and so is rapper Special Ed. Actress Tori Spelling is 46. Uh, actress Sean Kerrigan is 45. Rapper, singer, and rapper B Slade, formerly known as Tonex, is 44. Uh, actress Lynn Collins is 42, and so is actress Melanie Linsky. Actor Jim Sturgis is 41. Actor Joseph Morgan is 38. DJ Alex Paul from The Chainsmokers is 34. Actress Megan Fox is 33. So is actor Drew Roy, and so is actor Jacob Zarchar. Actor and comedian Jermaine Fowler is 31. Actor Thomas Brody Sangster is 29, and so is actor Mark John Jeffries. Olympic bronze metal figure skater Ashley Wagner is 28, and actor Miles Heiser is 25. Those are the celebrity birthdays for this May the 16th. Where can you find the sexiest accents in America? Well, according to Big 7 Travel, one of them is right here in the tri-state area. Your honor, We have a couple of honorable mentions to tell you about when the update with Brandon Julian returns in just 60 seconds. Driving means freedom,
2: exploration, fun, pride, flexibility, Travel. Protection. friendship, Excitement. independence, <laughs> Distracted driving means Danger. Recklessness. Irresponsible.
0: Chaos. Police. Devastation. Injuries. Death.
2: Safe driving means staying alert and staying alive. Visit stoptextstoprex.org a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council.
1: Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand people think that having someone who will listen makes it better i need help i'm listening i need help i think that having someone who will listen makes it better people understand no one can get me to use drugs my life changed because someone was there to listen
2: go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to turn addiction around brought to you by the ad council
1: did you miss a live edition of the update Be sure to check out the update podcast, get local national news, sports, an honorable mention and more in 15 minutes or less. Search for the update with Brandon Julian on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, check out the extra update after each show on Facebook Live and IGTV for a headline check and another look at the exclusive WKRB forecast.
0: Welcome back to the update. Brandon Julian here. 90.3 WKRB we're also streaming online, WKRB.org. Our WDKRB news time now, 1024. Uh, just enough time for a couple of our honorable mentions. Uh, where can you find uh, the sexiest accents in all of America? Well, according to Big 7 Travel, at least one of them is right here in the tri-state area. Uh... Uh, this group surveyed 1.5 million social followers and ranked the results from most attractive to least. And the famed New York accent checked in at number three. The group wrote on its website, quote, The New York accent is probably one of the most recognizable dialects in all of America, thanks to many a famous movie. NYC speakers have long vowels and short A's. Fast and hypernasal, yet quite charming at times. Uh, Boston came in second, and uh, I and the people who did this have doubts about this. Uh, New Jersey was ranked 49th. Uh, (laughs) If you want to check out the complete list, go to uh, big7travel.com and just find Sexiest Accents USA ranked. Uh, we all know that people are, there are recruitments about people to to join the military, uh, but a staggering 71% of young people are ineligible to join the military. That's according to 2017 Pentagon data. Uh, the main reason most 17 to 24 year olds cannot qualify include obesity, lack of a high school diploma, or having a criminal record. Uh, Recruiters said that this could be a risk for our national security. Officials say that it's also an issue for businesses in general because the vast majority of that age group is not eligible for many jobs. So interesting to see there. Uh, Finally, this morning, uh, the final season of Game of Thrones is happening. Uh, Many people, of course, many people, of course, are watching it. Uh, but there's now a petition to remake the eighth and the final season with new writers. Uh, the petition called the showrunners David Benioff and D.B. Weiss uh, woefully incompetent writers when they have no source material. Of course, the first four seasons were heavily influenced by the first four books in the Song of Ice and Fire season series by George R.R. Martin. Fans have been waiting for the fifth book in the series since 2011. Uh, Since the beginning of the fifth season, the showrunners have been creating the show with only minor outline points from Martin. Uh, But critics are saying the most recent season have seen a decline in writing and a rushed pace. Uh, Benioff and Weiss are set to direct a movie in the Star Wars franchise after Game of Thrones comes to an end. You can find the petition at uh, change.org. Just find HBO remake Game of Thrones. Season eight. Pretty sure that'll be easy to find. Caribbean News Times now ten twenty eight. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies. It's time for traffic and weather together. Final check of your rail conditions. If you're heading off to the subways right now, you're one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, A C E B D F M. J, Z, L, N, Q, R, W, the Rockaway Park Shuttle, and the Staten Island Railway, they have midday planned work. In addition, your northbound N, Q, R, and W trains have resumed their normal stops after they addressed a signal problem at 57th Street, so expect delays while they get the trains back on schedule. For the planned work, if you need more in-depth information, check your customer information center at your local subway station under weekday work. You can also check MTA.info or you can download the MyMTA app. Other than that, all the other subways that do not have planned work on them, the 7 and the G lines, they are running on a close to schedule. Alternate side parking and meter rules, they are currently in effect and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Final look at our forecast this afternoon. A uh, seventy-four degrees for a high today with mostly sunny skies. Tonight will be partly cloudy skies, lows around fifty-five. Uh, tomorrow for your Friday, we'll have a chance of showers and thunderstorms possible in the afternoon. Otherwise, mostly cloudy, highs around seventy-seven. And then on Saturday, we'll have mostly sunny skies, highs around seventy-three. Currently outside right now, it's sixty-one degrees, partly sunny. Humidity at 62%. The winds are currently north at 4 miles per hour. Uh, 61 degrees. We're going up to around 74 this afternoon. Our thought for today is from John Kenneth Galbraith, an American economist, diplomat, and author, born in 1908 and died in 2006. Our thought for today is, The enemy of the conventional wisdom is not ideas but the march of events. I'm going to let you guys ponder on that. As we say, in the words of Walter Cronkite, that's the way it is. Thursday, May the 16th, 2019. That is the update on this Thursday. I'm Brandon Julian. We appreciate you joining us. Hoping your news is good news. We're back tomorrow morning at 9.30. For all of us here at WKRB, thanks for joining us. Get out there again and enjoy the beautiful sunny skies. And we're getting into a nice sunny stretch as, again, we are on the road to Memorial Day weekend. Thanks for joining us. And, of course, as always, thanks for having us in for news.